This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The American Farm Bureau Federation says it is gravely concerned with a petition for changes to the federal milk marketing order. Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval sent a letter to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack today outlining Farm Bureau's concerns with petitions for FMMO reform submitted by dairy processors. Those petitions focus on changes to the so-called make allowances or formulas used to determine dairy product production costs. Duval says Farm Bureau wants to see a more comprehensive review of the issue, a sentiment echoed by the National Milk Producers Federation. You can read more about reform talks, including responses from the groups that have already filed petitions, in our coverage on agripulse.com. In other news, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission gathered its Agricultural Advisory Group for a meeting today. Agripulse's Lydia Johnson has more. Ocean shipping supply chain issues led the conversation during the Commodities Future Trading Commission Agricultural Advisory Committee meeting. Daniel Moffey is the chairman of the Federal Maritime Commission, which is responsible for regulating the U.S. ocean transportation system. He reminded the group of agriculture industry leaders about the importance of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act for global commodity trade. And that sent a message that the ocean carriers abusing detention demerge system or unreasonably refusing exports will no longer be tolerated. Um, When the president signed that into law in uh, June of last year, it was the first major change to the international ocean freight shipping laws in nearly a quarter of a century. Mafi also noted the influence a large Chinese-controlled carrier has had on the agriculture industry's supply chain through the pandemic. A a carrier, uh, we call it a controlled carrier because it's, it's largely owned by the Chinese government called called Costco. But we do regulate them and we subject to them to the same rules, the same restrictions um, as we do the other carriers. I know there's a lot of skepticism, including for me, by the way, through the years. But Costco is one of the most improved in terms of exports. They're now um, exporting a higher percentage of the overall export market than they're doing imports in the import market. During the meeting, other members of the committee spoke on potential changes to commodity market demand from sustainable biofuel production, declining fertilizer prices, and global crop production trends. Reporting in Washington, I'm Lydia Johnson. Finally today, American acreage dedicated to farm production is slipping. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A farmland broker says even though the U.S. has lost a lot of agriculture land this past year, demand is still high. The U.S. Department of Agriculture recently released its annual report on farmland in America, which showed a loss of nearly 2 million acres of ag land over the last year. Eric Sarf is the president of Murray Wise & Associates. He says there are many factors contributing to the loss of farm ground. Historically, we've always lost acres to residential development, and that's still the case. Coming out of COVID, a lot of people had a lot more freedom to move around and work remotely, and combined with low interest rates at the time really fueled a lot of builders putting up new houses and developments, and and that just continued to take out farmland. Solar and wind development has, at least in the Midwest, really increased their footprint. The wind development taking up a smaller footprint for each turbine, but they're spread out over a larger region. 
where the solar is a much tighter fit for it, but it takes out typically an entire field. Sarf says his organization is seeing a lot of demand for farm ground from all classes of buyers. From farmers and local investors all the way up to the large institutional buyers, values holding strong despite raising interest rates. We've had multiple sales where we've had 30 plus bidders registered for a sale, and that's, to be honest, stronger than we've probably ever seen. And we've had up to 50 bidders in a room, and some of that's due to offering online bidding now, which makes it a lot more convenient for bidders. The results are saying the demand is extremely strong still for farmland in the Midwest. We've had good sales in, in other parts of the U.S. as well, and demand's really strong across the board. Since 2000, USDA data shows the loss of 50 million acres across the country, or about 4.3 acres of farmland every minute of every day. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.